0: to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
1: Time for another edition of Fantasy Sports today on our show 24 hours after we had our college football draft, we dive back into some baseball and some NFL. In this first hour of our show, we're going to talk to Gray Albright of Razzball, tell you what happened last night in fantasy baseball. And break down everything that you could expect in tonight's games. Fantasy sports today starts now. I'd
0: like to talk a little bit about sports. Fantasy sports today. Well hit double Way back in. Oh
2: unbelievable. Touchdown for three. Puts
1: it in! We bringing in Gridiron Scholar John Lobb. John, I
0: mean, I'm a big believer in Scott Frost and that offensive system that he's going to put together at Nebraska. Now, AJ Martinez, he's kind of my long shot Heisman candidate. If you want to put a little wager, I like the return there. Obviously, Tua and um, our, our our. Uh, Jalen Hurts and um, Trevor Lawrence are the favorites. But I like Adrian Martinez coming as a long shot. Look at the Nebraska schedule. It is weak, and I'm being kind about that. Everything lines up in their favor.
1: Howard Bender, of course, of Fantasy Alarm. You can hear him every day. When you know the conferences and you know which teams are the powerhouses and you know which teams are just going to sit there and just chuck the ball around the field uh, versus who's going to be the ones that are just going to ground and pound it. Joined by J.P. Aaron Sebia, who now you can catch on television on Fox Sports as he broadcasts the pre- and post-game for the Marlins. and
2: I'm a little partial to the SEC. I also took uh, Mond out of Texas A&M because he's a, he's a dual-threat uh, quarterback, so I kind of like those guys in college. But, yeah, I mean, listen, I, I love the ACC. I like the SEC. I, I just think the SEC has just a, a tradition, you know, from going and playing there and going around different stadiums and stuff.
1: Hey, it was a fun show yesterday. A lot of good guests. A uh, a fun draft, I think, also. And for those of you who are into college football, I think we made the most of it yesterday. But we're a day from that, and we move back into our baseball slash football content as we are midway through the month of August. This is Fantasy Sports Today. I am Craig Mish. My producer, as always, is Sean, who was at the controls, did a great job yesterday, too, getting everybody on the air and, and drafting at the same time and producing at the same time. A lot of hats being worn yesterday to get that show on the air and do a good job with it. But based on the response from a lot of you, thank you guys for listening to that for sure. And we will try to continue some coverage of college football. It seems like you guys enjoyed that, too. So I know that a lot of what I do here is being known for baseball and, and and kind of my name in the game and things that I do, and I get that, and I understand that too, but certainly we're going to cover it all here for sure from a fantasy perspective, baseball, football, college basketball. We'll get into that as the season uh, starts in November there too, and of course when the uh, the odds you know start to really kick in in terms of college and pro football next week. So we'll do all of that too, but the first hour, as always, here on the show, especially for this week, And now we're actually talking about maybe doing a day next week on baseball, too. That's beside the point programming for me. Uh, Okay, so let's kind of uh, go over what happened last night in baseball and move on from that. Another three home run night from an individual player. Now, remember, over the course of the season, statistically, in the past, you could usually expect two or three uh, different times when a player would end up hitting three home runs in a game, and that happened again last night, uh, but it's been happening way more often in, in baseball this year. In fact, you've seen it two different times this year where two players in the same night ended up hitting three home runs. It's like a normal occurrence at this point, but anyway, last night it was Kyle Seager of Seattle, three for four, six runs driven in, winning your night in DFS, winning your night in season long. What can I say? Kyle Seager not really someone who's been on the fantasy map for the most part this year. But he ended up uh, hitting it last night pretty hard. Three home runs, so good job by him. Uh, JT Real Muto is now the number one catcher in reality and fantasy. His war climbed up to 3.2 after last night. Number one guy, again, he hit his 16th home run for the Philadelphia Phillies. There was just way too much being put on him at the beginning of the season, thinking he was going to hit 30 home runs and driving in 120. Philly's been a disappointment But let's stop with the nonsense. Real Muto has been the best catcher in Major League Baseball this year. Again, number one. And number two, let's also slow our roll a little bit with that trade between Miami and Philadelphia. Miami's going to be happy in the end with that deal because, of course, they got Sixto Sanchez, who I think ends up being a star there. But this is just being way too overzealous and thinking that Miami dominated the trade. Uh, Look at Jorge Alfaro's numbers over the last couple of months. They They have not looked good. So, Real Muto is having a great season, and let's not uh, diminish anything that he does on the field. Uh, Chris Sale struck out 12 batters yesterday in six and two-thirds innings. He now has 2,000 strikeouts in his career. He'll get to 3,000. Probably ends up being a Hall of Famer. Red Sox beat the Indians 7-6. to And Jack Flaherty yesterday for the St. Louis Cardinals had a phenomenal game. He has been on fire for them. In fact, Flaherty's finally delivering on my Tout Wars team what I thought that he would do at the beginning of the season. And he ended up doing it last night again. Seven shutout, innings, seven strikeouts. The Cardinals, according to Fangraphs, their chances of getting back into the postseason are jumping up now to about 35-40%. Before we go any further, let's turn it over to our producer, Sean Guastamacchia, who also hosts At the Window later today. Sean, I know we have a giveaway on the show today, so let's go ahead and tell people about it.
3: Yes, box seats to the Yankees-Orioles game today, One oh five p.m. Eastern time, start. So it's uh, less than an hour, but uh, Section 125, two free tickets to today's game for a lucky caller. Uh, what, 10th? What what number are we going to put on it? What what number? It, it,
1: I, I would say uh, let's let's go with 10th. That sounds right, good so to me. So the
3: 10th caller into the show.
1: Okay, and what number should they call in, Sean? 844-843-6879. 844-843-6879 four, four,
3: to... eight, four, four, eight, four, for the two free yankee Oriole tickets for today's 105. No time.
1: catch with this, right? Two free tickets, That's Yankees it. game, 105 in the Bronx, right? That's it? You yep. just got to pick up the tickets physically in uh, the city, Correct.
3: Yes, or uh, we could email you uh, the tickets.
1: Oh, even email yeah. transfer. Yeah. Okay, fantastic. Easier. Okay, so they're not even hard tickets. Even better than that. So they could be transferred over. All right, so you heard Sean there. If anybody has uh, the day off today and they're listening to the show, 844-843-6879, uh, two free box seats for the New York Yankees. You can get the tickets. We'll transfer them to you via email, or you can pick them up however you want and uh, you just got to get on the train or head over to the Bronx, and then you're, uh, you're watching the Yankees game today for free, courtesy of Fantasy Sports Today. We'll take a quick time out here on the show. Gray Albright will join us. It's time for 3 Up, 3 Down. Don't go away.
2: Go to GameFaceGrooming.com
0: for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. the morning line right off the bat they addressed the whole foot thing he's in camp now come week one guys he scores two touchdowns and goes for a buck 48 a raider fan's gonna care about his feet our fantasy owner's gonna care about his feet or the fact that he went through all of this to get a helmet none of it is going to matter all seems to be well in raider world there now that antonio brown is happy he's got his helmet and everything seems to be uh, pushing forward weekdays 6 to 7 a.m eastern on the TSY sports network and on your popular podcast providers Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish.
2: What goes up must come down.
0: Three up, three down.
6: What does three up and three down mean to you,
0: Airman? End of an inning.
1: All right, welcome back. It's time for a little three up, three down here on the show. As always on Wednesday, we bring in the legend of Ras Ball, Gray Albright at Ras Ball on Twitter, rasball.com. Of course, Ooh, is the no, website. God. It is what's great to have you, Gray, on the show. How are you? Hey,
3: what's
7: going on there, Gregory? Uh, I'm good. Uh, just in uh, Palm Springs in 115 degree heat and uh, living life. You know how I do. All
1: right. Yeah. All right. Good for you, man. Happy to hear that. Let's uh, let's kind of check in with a little three up, three down here on the show. And if you wouldn't mind, Gray, I mean, I've always called you the Ricky yeah. Henderson of baseball. So could you just move it off,
2: man?
7: I'm Rudolph, man. What's going on? I got a uh, 500 OBP and a uh, 1,236 career stolen bases and... I talk about myself in third person. What's going on? I'm great. All day. What's going on?
1: Okay. Very good. A little loud there. A little loud. Tone it down. All right. Little my, little bad. Little my, little bad. Little. my bad. Okay, my my, my bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. All right. Take it away. <laughs> three up, three down. What's your first one?
7: All right. Okay. okay. One. My my one up. <laughs> I said one up. I have uh, Ivan Nova. I mean, I'm over here. I'm like cackle snorting into oncoming traffic trying to set my lineups every day trying to find a pitcher Who won't get blown up and then Ivan Nova now has 19 straight scoreless innings He goes and he throws a complete game shutout Well, I mean I guess there was an unearned run, but still he throws a complete game against the Astros yesterday I'm like Ted Stryker with sweat coming down my forehead trying to find pitchers to stream in leagues and Ivan has just been like incredible and now he goes to the Twins in his next start and I probably am 100% sure he's going to throw a 12 inning complete game shutout
1: yeah, and I, I just want to let you know we're all counting on you, uh, Nova. that's for sure. Um, yes. yeah you, you know what, Gray? I'm looking forward, by the way, to your rankings in fantasy next year. This season has just been upside freaking down. Like, I have no idea what to expect well, you next know, year.
7: Well, you know what? I, I mean, I don't want to toot my own horn, and if I could toot my own horn, I'd never leave my house, but I did say a few months ago that no velocity was the new velocity. Ivanova, again, is once again. Again, a guy who's like, he throws like little butter balls up there, and it's like no one can hit him. He's got a six something K per nine, it's like ridiculous. Like, Ivanova, are you people serious? Uh, he did add a slider this year that he's throwing 13% of the time, so maybe there might actually be something here, but. I don't know what pitchers this year, Craig Reed. It's it's, killing me. It's
1: upside down. Yeah, it's upside down. All right, um, I'm going to go with Ronald Acuna Jr. He had another home run last night. He's 34th on the season. It is super rare to see a 40-40 baseball player, but I think we may have one in 2019. So I'll start off with Ronald Acuna, the one good Tout Wars auction pick I made. Uh, So there you go. That's my first one. How about your second one?
7: I I talked so long, I didn't even realize you hadn't gone yet. <laughs> I I'll say this with a, a can I, I I love I I love Acuna and I had I had him like so high coming into this year and unfortunately I just never like see the thing is like when you're doing uh, snake drafts if you don't get the right pick, you just can't draft guys. Like if you right. don't have like a top five pick, there's just no way of getting them. And then an auction, like sometimes guys just don't come up at the right time when you're ready to spend, you know, the right amount of money to get someone, even if you do love them. So it's like, I love the Cunha coming into this year. I wish I owned them. I have them nowhere. And he wow. is right now. Number one on the Rasball player Raider above Yelich, Bellinger and Trout and number five was going to be my uh two up Raphael Devers I mean the year this guy is having it's like the Red Sox take turns where you have like two guys each year just break out and have great years like last year you had Betts and JD and this year you have Devers and Bogarts it's just been like it's basically like Devers is doing what you would have hoped from literally anyone on your team besides, like, the the first-round pick. I mean, Devers is doing literally everything. Yesterday, he had a uh, major league first. He had a six-for-six game with four doubles. It's just been an incredible year all around for him.
1: Yeah, it has for sure. Uh, you have your second one, or was Dev- was that your second one Was Devers? Was that yeah, and I, we'll Devers? say that in okay. my second. <laughs> that, that kind of morphed into, like, five right there. It was. Yeah, that was, that was a bit much. Okay, my my, uh, I, I, I really wanted to talk about uh, something else trending up, which is the video that you posted yesterday on Twitter with your dog uh, playing catch. That was great. <laughs> like, that was so exciting. You throw him the ball, he takes the ball and goes home. I
6: loved it. That
7: <laughs> yeah, that's Ted. That's my boy. I... Uh, I, I saw that Aristides, Aristides Aquino learned how to hit using a dog toy. This is a true story. I'm not making this up. Okay. He learned, yeah, he he used one of those tennis ball throwers in order to straighten out his swing because he was pulling off the ball for everything. So if he could get a tennis ball off of a dog toy into center field, then he had straightened out his swing properly. This is true. I'm, I'm seriously not joking. And wow. so I'm like, well, if <laughs> Rastidis Aquito can hit 18 homers in three games, why can't my dog Ted? You know what I'm saying? So we're working on it. Um, yeah,
1: I got with you. my boy. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> I did you Did you end up? You didn't get him though in the um, in in our league, right? <laughs> yeah. That Wars.
7: No, no, I didn't. I think i had i had a pretty high bid on him uh but i didn't get him because i ended up like i needed saves a bit more so i i tried to do a flyer on uh strickland because i knew right, hey, this right. was two this was two weeks ago and i knew doolittle just looked like a mess he i mean did, he yeah. i mean everyone's like oh you know the mets broke him not really man i mean doolittle looked bad like two weeks ago he hasn't looked good since really the all-star break uh so everyone you know so then you have rodney and it's like eh
1: (laughs) i mean well holland is back now so
7: yeah and yeah exactly well hudson and um
1: oh yeah hudson too
7: yeah yeah he got the save last night so i don't know it's like between the nationals and the uh Braves bullpens—they're just both really a mess. I don't—I don't really know. With the Braves, they're going with uh, Melanson, which seems like really great. Yeah, bad to idea me. too. All right. Yeah.
1: Um, uh, let me let me do my trending down here. I got a few uh, of them. I didn't
7: do. I don't think I did my three up though.
1: Oh, give me, give me <laughs> your third one. Give me give me your third okay. one. Okay.
7: All right. Blown away on Netflix. If you haven't seen it, watch it. Okay. Guys. Okay.
1: All right. No, I was going to talk about Netflix later in the show, but uh, okay. So I got that one. Blown away. Um, on my trending down. Mike. Tyson and spends forty million uh, forty excuse me million forty thousand dollars a month on weed somehow. I don't know <laughs> how, but that was reported forty thousand dollars on weed. Now I don't know how oh, that's yeah. possible or what he's doing or who he's supporting with this, but I would think a quick two, three, five grand could get the job done for you. But nope, forty thousand dollars, Greg. You know,
7: actually. When I, uh, about 10 years ago, I saw Mike Tyson in the Beverly Center, and I I live in LA, uh, by uh, the Beverly Center is like, kind of like Beverly Hills. Anyway, so I I, saw Mike Tyson in uh, the Beverly Center, which is a mall in LA, and for like, maybe a good month i was kicking myself that i didn't go up and start a fight with him because i figured he hit me once and i could sue him for like millions of dollars like really like i could take one punch from mike tyson right <laughs> i
1: think i think i think a dj jazzy jeff and the fresh prince sang a song about that once it didn't work out very well in the video for sure all right let's do this we got to take a quick time out we still have some three up three down to get to and then we'll kick around some fantasy baseball. So stay tuned. More fantasy sports today coming up. Gray Albright in the house from razball.com along with Craig Mish. Make sure you download this show 24 hours a day, seven days a week. All you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app, and you can listen to our program all day long and all the other programming on FNTSY. Also on demand on iTunes, Stitcher, and also a great website without any apps, audioboom.com. I know a lot of you were listening on demand to our college football show yesterday. We're going to have some more drafts and other things planned for you throughout the fantasy football season. So more fantasy baseball discussion, as well as we recap our three up, three down. Coming up next, it is fantasy sports today. Craig Mish along with Gray Albright from Raz Ball. We'll be right back. Don't go away.
6: Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish.
1: Welcome back Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish back with you as we continue on with Gray Albright from razball.com as we did our little three up three down segment. We didn't get to finish it off here. And so before we get into a little fantasy baseball, I'll just give you my couple downs real quick, Gray, and then if you have any, would love to hear yours. Uh, Andrew Luck is one of my downs, and we'll talk a little Colts in the second hour of the show, but I think that's primarily the biggest fantasy football story of the day. And then the other one is a really far down. This is really disappointing because, Gray, as you know, I have kids, and they watch a lot of Disney Channel, and, um, and one of the stars, big stars of one of the Disney shows, her name is Bella Thorne. She's been in the news a lot over the last few months for uh, for different sort of things and social media stuff, and then a story came out yesterday that she's now directing adult videos. So yeah, so this this has really gone uh, downhill. Hopefully, her career is fantastic and great, but certainly it's a down for me to see that because it can't have my kids googling Disney stars anymore. Oh well, how about you, Gray? What anything else trending down for you?
2: Um, yeah, I mean, I I am sad. About that, that you can't. That's bad for your kids. But I, uh, I'm interested in googling some of that myself. So, I, well, there I appreciate... you go. <laughs> Thanks for the information, there.
5: <laughs> Perfect.
2: Uh, my, uh, my first, my first down. Uh, whoa, we're doing football. Uh, my, uh, my down number one hmm, is uh, Nathan Iovaldi. So you know, Alex Cora. Says actually, I should say Alex Cora is my one down. So it's like he says is going to be the closer. Then he says he's going to be the starter. Then he comes in into the eighth inning yesterday. It's like I don't know necessarily. Like and then he has Andrew. Oh, and then Alex Cora has Andrew Kashner closed, which is absolutely hilarious. You're right. I mean, the Orioles were even laughing at the fact that Kashner was closing. So I don't know. Like I understand the whole idea behind not naming a closer, but if you have a workman, Barnes has even been decent for stretches. Like if you have some of the the arms in the Red Sox bullpen, why are you like trying to make it so difficult for yourself going with Eovaldi or Tashner or the, you know, the array of other guys that has tried to use?
1: Yeah, I, I think that's a fair point. I just can't believe that they did nothing at the uh at the deadline. I picked up workman in a league and 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 I'm I'm hoping to get some saves there, but meanwhile in this save chasing, I cut Ken Giles. They said a week ago he may miss the whole year and then he got a save the other night. I'm like, "What?" Like, "Oh no, made a bad call there." But anyway, uh does that close out your uh three up three down? You got one more cuz I got a couple of fantasy <laughs> questions.
2: <laughs> yeah, close. Close out. That barely opened up.
1: <laughs> we wouldn't have enough time to get through them all.
2: <laughs> no, I. Uh, what's the call? I was going to say um, with uh, re- regarding uh, Ken Giles that I, I actually, I think the Jays kind of want to uh, have him get saved just because they're 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 looking to move him. I would imagine in the off season. So Could I be. think. The, I think they have like ulterior motives in trying to get Giles to save, and the Red Sox, I have like a conspiracy theory that they didn't do anything because they won last year the World Series, and they're kind of like, you know, we can't we're not gonna win every year, so maybe this year we'll we'll pretend to you know we'll we'll go as far as we can, but we're not gonna go and spend big bucks, and then next year. We'll come back again. I don't know. That was like what Red Sox was my my thought with why they didn't go out and get anything at all. It
1: so could be anyway. It could be. All right. We
2: can close. We can close my three down on that.
1: Okay. All right. So let let's let's talk about a keynote of the Reds here real quick because I think that's the big story, Gray, in fantasy where uh, you know it's just been such an unpredictable year with the amount of home runs that are being hit. If I would have told you before the season that you'd rather have. Uh, Aquino over Chris Davis of Oakland from August 14th to the rest of the season, you would have said that I was nuts. But, like, I mean, is this real? I mean, he had a swing change, and then all of a sudden he had 26 home runs in the minor leagues, and now it looks like he's, like, the biggest power hitter in all of baseball. I mean, you, uh, Jordan Alvarez on Houston is in there, too. But Aquino's been the hottest thing ever.
2: Yeah, no, completely. He actually he reminds me of Tony uh, Batista, uh, who also hit 40-plus homers one year um, back when, also when the ball was, you know, jumping out. But there there was other reasons maybe the ball was jumping out then. But, yeah, I mean, that's – his swing kind of reminds me of Tony Batista. And Aquino looks like – like, he doesn't necessarily jump off the page. Like, when I'm looking at his stats, I'm not seeing a guy who – is necessarily a flash in the pan. Like, if you look at his numbers and you see, like, from his swing change forward, he became a 280-plus hitter and uh, able to, you know, drive the ball to all fields. So, like, I I was uh, saying this recently on Rouseball. Like, the uh, Aquino's home run last year, I mean, excuse me, last week, went 118.3 miles per hour on exit velocity. I don't think, like, I know, like, you know, there's fluky home runs, of course, for everyone, but that's, like, top three in the majors for the year. You don't hit a 118-mile-per-hour exit velocity home run and just completely vanish. Like, it just doesn't, like, I feel like, thousands that were hit in the last week i'm just saying like that really sticks out to me as something to like be like you know what this could be real like guys don't hit fluky 118 mile per hour home runs. (laughs) it just it just doesn't happen often like there's out of the you know thousands of home runs hit this year there's only three homers hit harder than that so i'm i'm actually really in on a keynote i feel like you know, if we're going to talk twenty twenty, he could actually be undervalued no matter what he does the rest of the way because I feel like a lot of people will think it's fluky. I don't think it's fluky.
1: Well, I think that next year we'll have to make that decision. The good news is that we have a month and a half to do it. Um, let, let's close out with this, Gray, before we go here. Um, fantasy baseball two thousand, rest of nineteen, two thousand twenty. Who would you rather have? Two Yankees: Giovanni Ursula. Or Mike Talkman. Who would you rather have? They're both on fire. Yeah. No, they are.
2: I uh you know, I think Ursula is more in I, I mean, he has been hitting well, so I don't want to uh, you know, pigeonhole him as a you know, a lighter a lighter weight hitter, but I think Talkman actually has more you know, he has more in his bat, he has a little bit higher upside. I I also think he could be a guy who, like a Ryan Ludwig, to throw out an old name, like he comes on, has a great year or two, and then just vanishes. Like Tuckman is, is older. He's 28 years old. He hasn't really had a ton of major league experience. So, like, right now, I want Tuckman. In the big picture, probably Ursula, but, you know, they're sort of apples and oranges.
1: Gray, uh, com. Uh, rest of the season, people can get signed up for that. And I know that uh, Rudy and everyone else is part at work at football also. Appreciate you coming on the show. We'll check in again with you next week as we uh, kind of close out some baseball coverage here and move over toward football. But you know you're always invited on the show. Thank you again for coming on.
2: Thank you,
1: sir. All right, Gray Albright of com with us here on the show. And make sure you check out everything that they have going on at RasBall, not just for baseball but for football as well also sean if i'm not mistaken we did uh give the tickets away for the yankees game today is that accurate i see the emails popping through here yes we did is that, okay tom, so congratulations tom and Jersey. tom was the winner yep, yep. of the tickets okay yes. congratulations tom thanks for listening to fantasy sports today 2019 2020 nfl season is here with another slate of games this week and you could become the eighth person to win a million dollars In a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament, setting your lineup over at DailyRoto.com, which is what you should use in the DFS lineup optimizer, also become one of the countless numbers of people who have won thousands of dollars playing DFS over at DailyRoto.com. If you're playing daily fantasy sports and you're not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Head on over there, check out their tools for the NFL, MLB, PGA, NBA, NHL, and, of course, sports wagering, or get access to all of them with the DailyRoto Elite Package. Enter promo code ACTION. For a 10% discount, and you'll get lineup alerts, projected ownership percentages, weather updates, fantasy projections, and use the same Daily Roto lineup optimizers that have produced millions of dollars in DFS winnings. That is dailyrodo.com promo code action. Again, dailyrodo.com where millionaires are made. So that's where we stand here on Fantasy Sports today. Of course, we have several games getting ready to go off. I'm going to give you some lineups. We'll take a look at the schedule for tonight. For those of you who follow me on Twitter, at Craig Mish, I will be at the Marlins-Dodgers game tonight. It will be Clayton Kershaw and Caleb Smith. So one of the better uh, baseball lineups and baseball games. And quite honestly, folks, as you know, with football season coming fast, it is much harder and harder for me to get to baseball games in the months of uh, late August and September. So I got to make sure I get my baseball fix in tonight because we got the NFL preseason tomorrow. And, of course, on tomorrow's show, we will have previews of all of the games in the NFL on Thursday. I'll tell you some of the things that I'm looking forward to seeing as we inch closer and closer to the fantasy football season. I know most of you are now starting to do your drafts between now and September the 10th. Also, as always, you can dial up the show anytime, 844-843-6879, 844-843-6879. we got some great things planned for you. In terms of guests coming on this show, in terms of uh, extra people participating on this show as well. And I look forward to having you aboard all football season, starting right now, all the way through the Super Bowl. Until we kick back in in the 2020 what? fantasy baseball season. So we'll take a quick time out. I'll be back with much more, including the schedule for tonight, who you should be playing in DFS, which pitchers you like, which the lineups look like, and everything in the baseball universe that we have coming up next on Fantasy Sports Today. Don't forget, 2 o'clock, top of the hour. In an hour and 25 minutes from now, full-time fantasy, our good friends Dr. Roto and Adam Ronis, they got you covered with all your fantasy football news and updates. I'll be right back here on Fantasy Sports Today in just a couple minutes. Don't go away.
5: Message and data rates may apply.
0: Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Herd. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40,
6: To get your complimentary bottle, text youth to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. Put your money where
0: your mouth is and take a shot by opening.
1: full-time fantasy. AJ Green. I can't believe people are still taking him in the fifth round. You no, know, he could miss him up. Doesn't mean I'm avoiding him. In that super flex draft that I did, he fell to round nine. And in that league we have IR spots, so that's a risk I'm going to take. At that point, I already had three wide receivers, which we start three. So I'll just put Green in the IR spot and pick someone up and hope that he only misses a week or two. But fifth round, no.
0: Weekdays, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish.
1: All right, welcome back. Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish back with you here on the show as we will be with you here until 2 o'clock on the East Coast. And full-time fantasy takes over. Our football hour starts coming up at 1 o'clock Eastern. And, uh, Sean, if I'm not mistaken, we not only will have Tom Kessenich on the show with a little NFBC average draft position update, but we have a guest talking about the Colts as well. Yeah, Is that Derek correct? Schultz. And, uh, Derek that's Schultz, coming Schultz will up? join us
3: at oh. 1.40 p.m. Eastern. He does radio Okay, in so
1: Derek Sh- Excellent. So he will join us on the show. And again, tomorrow in our second hour football hour, we'll preview all of the NFL preseason games as we get toward uh, week two. All right. So in terms of baseball, getting back to that today, as I mentioned, I'll be at uh, the game tonight between Miami and L.A. Hopefully it'll be a better game than what we saw last night. It was 15 to one, one of the most dismal games played all season. But uh, several games going to be on the air while we are doing the show. So we'll have updates for you. We have the Rangers and Blue Jays getting set to go here, top of the first inning, and we'll see if the Blue Jays could keep the good vibes going. They were approaching 30 games under 500 now, just 21 under. Rangers fell back there a game under. Obviously uh, can't use anybody in terms of DFS because the, the uh, game has uh, gotten underway. Uh, 1 t- 105 Eastern, we gave those tickets away in the Bronx, and and, and yeah, the Orioles are facing the Yankees again. Have the Orioles beaten the Yankees at all? It feels like they haven't all season, Gleyber Torres, who has 26 home runs, has hit 13 against Baltimore. Dylan Bundy starts for the Birds. Good luck to them. Five and 12 with a 5.04 ERA. Jay Happ is nine and seven with a 5.48. The Yankees are 39 39 games over 500. They are 80 and 41 on the season. Red Sox and Indians will also play at 110 Eastern. It will be Brian Johnson, whose ERA is 7.32 against Shane Bieber who has had a nice season, 12-4 and four with a 3.28 ERA. Bieber's been one of Cleveland's best for sure. Carlos Santana really having one of the more underrated seasons in baseball this year. As I mentioned to you guys a couple days ago, in case you missed it, his on-base percentage is over 400 on the year, 27 home runs and 72 runs driven in. Also, as Gray mentioned previously, Rafael Devers, 325. 93 runs driven in. Wow, great year for him too. J.D. Martinez leads the Red Sox with 28 home runs. Astros and White Sox today with Nova gone. We'll see if Ross Detweiler can have the same success. It is amazing to think that this guy is back in the big leagues and making starts, but that just tells you how poor the pitching is in Major League Baseball this year. No offense to Detweiler, but hasn't made a start in years and now is back on the bump for Chicago. He's one in three with a five point five three five earned run average. I said before the year, if Houston can turn Wade Miley into an ace, I give up. and yes, they have eleven and four with a two point nine nine earned run average. astros seventy eight and forty two White sox are fifty three and sixty five for those of you who are, Looking at lineups, two ten Eastern. I'll go through all those lineups coming up in uh, in just a minute after we get through each game. Uh, Twins uh, Brewers today is the YouTube game today. So if you guys are listening digitally to my show live, you can pop on YouTube right after the show is over and catch the Twins and Brewers. Kyle Gibson starts for Minnesota, 11-5 and 5 with a 4.24. Gio Gonzalez has done a nice job for Milwaukee, although he's been hurt. 2-1 with a 3.20. Christian Yelich is back with the Brewers and in their lineup. So you can safely put him back in your season-long lineups as well. Although Cody Bellinger did hit a home run yesterday, so certainly this MVP thing is getting tight. Acuna, Bellinger, and Yelich. Who ends up winning that one? We shall see. Uh, later today, three ten Eastern, it's the Diamondbacks at the Rockies. Robbie Ray starts for Arizona. They are back in the wildcard mix for sure. Ray is 10-7 and seven with a 3.99 earned run average. Arguably the biggest disappointment from a pitching perspective in fantasy. Uh, look, Severino missed the year, but you kind of knew that that was going to happen. Anybody who took a flyer on Kyle Freeland after his 20-win season last year, you have just gotten a kick in the you-know-what. 3-10 and 10 with a 7.06 earned run average for Freeland. And the Rockies, who I thought would win the division. This was probably my biggest whiff. Of all of the predictions that I made at the beginning of the season, you can look on my Twitter handle at Craig Mish. I, I think I'm going to hit on like 90 percent of the postseason teams, winners and wild cards. I had the I had the Rockies win in the division. What a mistake that I made on my part. They are 14 games under. Huge, huge, disappointing season for the Rockies. 3:40 uh, Eastern. Rays and Padres. Beaks will start for Tampa Bay. He's 5-1 with a 3.71. Tampa Bay still very much in that playoff mix. The Padres are getting great offensive performances from Tatis and Renfro and Hosmer, but their pitching has just been yikes, big yikes. They're nine games under five hundred. Cal Quantrill 5-3 with a 3.21. I'm an owner of Quantrill in a couple of leagues, so I am hoping... For a good start for him today at Petco. The A's are chasing down those Rays, 67 and 52 on the season. The Giants are back to 500. So the Bay Area series continues today in San Francisco. Homer Bailey, 9 and 8 with a 5.54. Tyler Beattie, 3 and 6 with a 5.61. 405 Eastern. The Aquino show is still in Washington. The Reds are. Six games under five hundred. For some reason people think like the Reds are still in this thing. I don't get it. Like I, I just keep hearing that. I, I suppose that it, it makes it more fun to talk about teams that are in the mix, but either way, six games under for Cincinnati. Nationals are nine games over. Steven Strasberg is fourteen and five with a three point seven two. Really good pitching matchup too, with Trevor Bauer ten and eight with a three point seven four earned an average. And wouldn't, you know, leading the leading the Reds in home runs and runs driven in again. Yeah. Almost never gets talked about, but one of the safest fantasy picks in the game... Eugenio Suarez, 33 home runs, 75 RBIs. What another great season he's having. And next year, no one will take him in the first or second round of any fantasy baseball league. And and again, he'll end up hitting 40 home runs and driving in 100. This is just what he does. Night games tonight. We got the Cubs and Phillies. This is a good one. Aaron Nola, 10-3 with 3.67. Cole Hamill, 6-3 with a 3.09. The Cubs are nine games over. Philly is just hanging on for dear life here they are three games over 500, right there for that second wild card, but they're going to need to fight to get there uh, until the end of the season. As I mentioned earlier in the show, JT Real Muto has really started to pick things up. He's got seven steals and 16 home runs. He could be a 2010 guy at the end of the year. The game that we push on to watch when he's done with these shows and torture him is at 710 Eastern tonight. That is Seattle and Detroit. The Mariners are 49 and 71, but they did, they are coming off a game where they had a guy hit three home runs. That's good with with uh, Seager hitting three home runs for them last night. Marco Gonzalez starts for Seattle. He's been much better over the last couple of months than he was in the first couple of months, 12 and 9 with a 4.25. And guess who's starting for the Detroit Tigers? Yes, Mr. I've pitched on every team in Major League Baseball. He's back again. Edwin Jackson, 2 and 5 with a 9.35 earned run average. I would never advocate tanking, and I don't believe that teams deliberately do it, but what in the world are the Tigers throwing out there tonight? I mean, come on. 35 wins and 81 losses? This is just, I mean, who would dare to watch this game tonight? No offense to Major League Baseball at all, but I just, this is the kind of game when we have a bad show on fantasy sports today, I force Sean to sit in front of the TV and watch this game. That's what I do. 7:10 7-10 Eastern, Dodgers and Marlins. Yes, I will be there. Clayton Kershaw and uh, Eliezer Hernandez is a starter for Miami, so I got that one wrong. Caleb's been starting tomorrow. I'll switch things around a little bit. Uh, Kershaw, 11-2 and with a 2.77. Hernandez, 2-4 and with a 4.94. The Dodgers and Yankees have the same exact record, so those two teams will fight out for the best record in the league, most likely at the end. The Marlins are back to 30 games under 500. so any kind of good thoughts from the weekend are now gone again and of course they have Kershaw tonight and Walker Buehler tomorrow. So okay, good luck to Miami and then they're at Colorado this weekend. I'll have to swallow that. Uh Mets and Braves tonight, very exciting. Should be a good series here. It looks like and this is this is a, a important one for those of you. At least according to reports, it looks like Jeff McNeil is going to go on the injured list today and miss 10 days. The reports are saying that it could be a minimum 10 days, but I would argue there have been very few players as valuable on your fantasy team than Jeff McNeil has been this season. He leads the league in hitting, 332. He plays all over the diamond. Steals bases, gets hits, but no. No McNeil today at Atlanta, Steven Matt 7 and 7 with a 4.49. The Mets are right there also for that second wild card position. The Braves of course chasing down the division. They're 71 and 50. Dallas Keuchel starts tonight. I saw Keuchel start last time out in Miami and he couldn't get anybody out. So we'll see if that changes tonight. Another free agent who signed late that struggled. We are 2 years in a row on free agent pitchers in major league baseball that sign late and don't do well. Remember this for next year going into your drafts. Uh, Taking guys like Dallas Keuchel in an AL only or an NL only and hoping that they surface on a team, it doesn't always work out for you. And here is another situation of a player that definitely has not benefited your team in fantasy this year. Pirates and Angels tonight. The Pirates have been baseball's worst team since the second half started in the NL. They're 50-69, and a rare season for Pittsburgh where – they're chasing down a hundred losses. They're they could end up getting close to it. The Angels are also out of it at this point. They're 58 and 63. Chris Archer starts for Pittsburgh. Only three wins on the season, three and eight with a three uh, five point two three. Dylan Peters, who I used to see pitch in Miami a little bit, has been okay with the Angels. He's two and one with a three point four five. Here is your daily Mike Trout update. 293, 39 home runs. And 92 runs driven in. There's going to be an intense debate for that number one pick overall next year. For the first time in years, there's going to be a debate with Trout and Acuna. I'm telling you, it's coming. This is the first time, I would say, probably in at least five years where you could see somebody else pick a number one overall in baseball next year. Cardinals and Royals tonight. That's the final game on the schedule. No late games tonight in baseball. Kind of strange for that, but it is Thursday. So that's the way it factors in. Cardinals... Now, seven games over after the performance from Jack Flaherty. I don't know how St. Louis is staying in this thing. They just keep calling guys up from the minors. Lane Thomas, Randy Arena, guys who I saw play in spring train, training in Jupiter who I never thought would be on the roster this year. They're on it for St. Louis. And uh, Dexter Fowler with some funny social media comments yesterday basically saying that if you thought I was on my phone during the game yesterday, you should never go to a game again. Bizarre stuff coming out of him. Royals are forty three and seventy-seven on the year. Their big story for their season has been Jorge Soler, thirty-five home runs, eighty-seven runs driven in. And I would guess will be taken in the first five rounds of a fantasy draft next year. Probably not by me, but somebody will take that chance. Dakota Hudson, ten and six with a four point zero one earned run average. And Kyle Keller, who has been arguably, I would say, one of Kansas City's more serviceable starters this year. He is 7-12 and 12 with a 4.09 earned run average. And that is the baseball schedule for today. I think we covered it very well. Hit on every game. Talked about uh, every pitcher in every game today. Uh, also, real quick, let me tell you who's in and out of lineups today. For those of you who are interested in that, nothing seems to specifically stand out. We got Ursula and Talkman both in the lineup for the Yankees. That's not a huge surprise there. The Red Sox basically have all hands on deck today. Their second baseman, I think Boston gets a second baseman at some point off the waiver wire, but they have Marco Hernandez starting at second base for them today. Cleveland's lineup is more or less standard. Twins and Brewers line up the same. Christian Yelich is in right field, so that's good news for them. Um, Trent Grisham is leading off again for Milwaukee. That's a name to circle in some 12-15 team leagues at this point. If he's unowned, you may want to pick him up. He's batting in front of Grandal, Yelich, and Keston Hira. So good, good spot for Grisham if he ends up starting every day there. Uh, Carlos Correa plays at short. That's good news for Houston, Bregman, Jordan Alvarez. I- I'm looking over the schedule here, and guys, I can tell you, you could look at the same thing online. I don't see anything out of the ordinary today in terms of fantasy. So I think you're good to go for those of you who are playing with more or less your starting players. we got to take a quick time out. we got our best of first hour, and then we hit on our football hour. That's coming up next here on Fantasy Sports Today. I'm Craig Mish, back with plenty more coming up in just a couple of minutes right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Yeah. Hey.
0: Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. What's your IRS problem? Do you
5: owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321.
6: Eight hundred nine six one thirty six thirty one. 961 3631 Eight hundred nine six one three six three one. 961 3631 961 3631
0: 961 3631 DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice, we play every day.
3: the window. Joe Sheehan, the Cleveland Indians, they are surging right now. Will they regret trading Trevor Bauer?
1: I think if they regret anything, they, they might regret what they did in the offseason, letting Brantley go and really just cutting payroll, not spending money on the offense that they needed. They wasted two months at the start of the year with just minor leaguers in the outfield. Getting Quig, getting Fran Reyes, is, really is an upgrade for their offense. I don't think they're going to regret trading Bauer.
0: Watch live weekdays 4 to 5 p.m. Eastern on the FMTSY YouTube channel. Fantasy Sports Today
1: with Craig Misch. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today. As we wrap up the first hour of the show, here's what you missed. This is really disappointing because grades. You know I have kids, and they watch a lot of Disney Channel. And um, and one of the stars, big stars of one of the Disney shows, her name is Bella Thorne. She's been in the news a lot over the last few months for uh, for different sort of things and social media stuff. And then a story came out yesterday that she's now directing adult videos. So, yeah. So this this has really gone uh, downhill. Hopefully her career is fantastic and great. But certainly it's a down for me to see that because it can't have my kids Googling Disney stars anymore. Oh, well. How about you, Gray? What anything else trending down for you?
2: Um, yeah, I mean, I I am sad about that. That you can't. That it's bad for your kid, But I uh, I'm interested in googling some of that myself. So I. Well, there you go. <laughs> Thanks for the information. There. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, my. Uh, my first, my first down. Uh, whoa, we're doing football. Uh, my uh, my down number one hmm, is uh, Nathan Iabaldi. So you know, Alex Cora says. Actually, I should say Alex Cora is my one down. So it's like he says Ivaldi is going to be the closer. Then he says he's going to be the starter. Then he comes in into the eighth inning yesterday. It's like I don't know necessarily. Like, and then he has Andrew. Oh, and then Alex Cora has Andrew Kashner close, which is. Absolutely hilarious. Right. I mean, the Oreos were even laughing at the fact that Cashner was closing. So, I don't know. Like, I understand the whole idea behind not naming a closer. But if you have a Workman, Barnes has even been decent for stretches. Like, if you have some of the, the arms in the Red Sox bullpen, why are you, like, trying to make it so difficult for yourself going with Eovaldi or Cashner or you you know the array of other guys that core has
1: tried to use yeah I, I think that's a fair point i just can't believe that they did nothing at the uh, at the deadline i picked up workman in a league and, and and i'm i'm hoping to get some saves there but meanwhile in this save chasing i cut ken giles they said a week ago he may miss the whole year and then he got a save the other night i'm like what like oh no made a bad call there but anyway uh, does that close out your uh, three up three down you got one more cuz i got a couple of fantasy questions <laughs>
2: close out that's barely opened up
1: <laughs> we don't have enough time to get through them all
2: <laughs> no i uh what's the call? i was gonna say um with uh regarding uh ken giles that i i actually i think the jays kind of want to uh, have him get saved just because they're 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 looking to move him